Lightroom, episode seven. It has been seven months, no more, 10 months since the last episode. And there is a reason for that, but it would take probably 10 episodes to go over everything. So I'm just going to say that I'm excited to be back here, excited to be speaking, excited to be sharing, and looking forward to re engaging with this podcast. Um, If you're here listening, thank you for your time. I'm happy to be sharing this time with you. And uh, this episode, we're going to be doing just a little bit of a life update since it's been 10 months since the last episode. And what I've been up to has changed kind of dramatically. Um, And there's a lot that I've learned. So I'm excited to re-engage with the podcast, create some episodes surrounding some topics, Um, But first off, I think the most obvious topic that I'd like to cover since we've last spoken is this movement coaching that I've been involved with. And we're going to get into that. I got some podcast notes here. I've kind of set it up as like a self self interview with just some basic questions just, uh, just for anyone who's curious about what this all is, what the heck I'm doing and why and what the heck is going on um but first i would like to invite anyone listening to just a few mindful moments before we get into the rest of this podcast um just a moment to connect to your breath and you can do this anywhere wherever you are um i may prompt to close the eyes um if you're operating heavy machinery or maybe walking, I would suggest keeping them open. Uh, At your discretion, obviously. (laughs) Hopefully keep the eyes open if you're behind the wheel. Anyways, um, the first thing I'd like us to do is wherever you are, just tune into your breath for the first few seconds. Just notice the quality of it. Notice if it's shallow, if it's deep, if it's comfortable, 
if it's uncomfortable? Where in your body do you feel it filling up and expanding? And where do you feel that sensation of the breath leaving you? And this is simply an inquiry of curiosity. We are not trying to find anything wrong with us because there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with me. We just are how we be. And just noticing what it's like to breathe in my body right now. So take a few moments to settle in. Some other sensations might come to your attention, whether that's physical sensations, tightness, pain, comfort, relaxation. How do your hands feel? How does your back feel? How does your face feel? Are you relaxed? Are you worried? Just uh, take into account. Just recognize what's going on right now. You don't need to change anything. And together, let's take five deep breaths, hopefully in through the nose. Unless we're stuffed up, then please be breathing through another mechanism, mouth. <laughs> nice deep breath into the nose. Feeling it deep, deep, deep down, pushing into your lower back, pushing into your hips, filling up your ribs in every direction. And a real beautiful mechanism and technique to relax ourselves, make ourselves feel safe. It's so simple. Just make your exhale longer than your inhale. That's it. Do that five times, five conscious breaths. You can go at your own pace. Notice whatever sensations arise. The discomfort of taking a second to breathe slowly. The urge to want to think about something or to want to do something instead of just sitting there. It's all important stuff. But that breathing technique, super simple, just, just exhaling longer than your inhale. It's going to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. Ooh, big words. And um, it's going to bring you to a nice relaxed state, which is uh, always kind of beneficial to be moving, to be speaking, to be working from. So if you enjoyed that little mindful moment, then you're not alone. I'm here enjoying it with you. And we're going to get into, um, we're going to get into movement coaching. We're going to get into movement coaching. We're going to ask what it is, when this happened, how it happened. Um, what else do we got here? We got why. Why did it happen? And then some other kind of like quirks and qualities of this journey that I've been on. And I'm going to try my best not to get too off topic, but <laughs> you already know your boy is a little bit squirrely in the brain. So we'll just hold on here together. And... Um, yeah, anyways, so movement coaching. 
what is movement coaching? And this is something I've been working on trying to explain to people. If I meet someone and they ask me that for the first time, um, it's interesting because every answer I can give can be different. And it's a really kind of like broad thing. It could be a lot of things, but I believe that my goal as a movement coach is to help people create healthy, sustainable relationships with their bodies. And that can mean different things for different people. And that's kind of a beautiful thing about movement coaching is for someone, it may be a means to attempt to relieve pain. For someone, it may be an attempt to increase athleticism. And for some people, it may just be one moment in the day where they can slow down and forget about everything else in the world that's worrying them and just feel the sensations in their body. It's almost meditative. And so it can almost be an emotional resource. Um, and as a movement coach, I try to use my best discretion to understand what would best help um, whoever is looking to me for help, but then also understanding what it is um, a client may be looking for, a client may want for themselves. Um, it's really important that I'm not projecting um, my kind of desires or ideas onto them. You know, I can make suggestions, etc. So movement coaching can be a lot of things. Um, and the medium in which we create this relief from possibly pain, relief from discomfort, relief from tension, um, and create this athleticism is through what we call natural movements. Um, and natural movements are kind of like, like if you want to use the analogy for food, and in this modern world, we have a lot of processed food, we have a lot of junk food for the sake of convenience. It's really fast, it's already ready, it sits on the shelf, and it's, you know, it doesn't go bad. Um, there's a lot of those kinds of foods available to us in our modern world. Um, when eaten and introduced into our diets um, too much and for too long can cause absolute havoc on the digestive system, the energy metabolism system, sleep, cognitive function, all those kinds of things. So if we want to use that analogy, um, in the modern world, there's a lot of new convenient things that are um, hurting our bodies, that are putting our bodies in positions that are less athletic, that encourage tightness and encourage pain. Um, and those types of things are like sitting in chairs for eight hours a day, whether it's at school or at an office or sitting on the couch when you get home or driving in a car a lot. Those kinds of things can all have impacts on our body. We can all put them into a position that is a lot less athletic than we are built to be. Um, there's also all sorts of other things like shoes what are our shoes doing to our feet as we touch the ground um, are our feet moving and working in their fullest capacity or are they being imprisoned by something that doesn't let them move around and squish around and let the muscles be used anyways so we use natural movements us movement coaches to help bring people back to a place of natural kind of freedom natural athletic ability and um yeah i suppose that's what movement coaching is and the process can look very different depending on who the coach is and what their kind of approach to things are 
And in this journey for me, I'm still learning what that is and what that looks like. And one of the most interesting things is that it looks different depending on who you're working with and what they need and what they're looking for. Um, so that's been, that's been really fun. Um, so <laughs> that's movement coaching. <laughs> Um, you know, it's my goal to help people create healthy relationship with their bodies to help them unlock freedom so they don't feel held back by pain. They don't feel held back by a lack of athleticism. They don't feel held back or like they're fighting against their body to do the things they love. That's my goal as a movement coach. Um, the next question I might ask myself is when did this begin? Like when did this all start? And, um, well, one day I was born and no i'm just kidding but it's true but i'm not going to go back that far i'm going to go back to kind of a logical space um and i'll start when i was on instagram and me being the holistic health searcher looking for information from individuals as opposed to mainstream media searches online for people sharing health advice or athletic advice etc um, and so I was on Instagram and I found this Instagram account called Bam Lionheart. And I thought, what the hell is a Bam Lionheart? And so I checked out the page and it turns out he was this extremely mobile person and spoke and lived in such a way that I was excited when I saw his page. I was like, dude, this guy's cool. Um, this guy's got confidence, he can move really well, and he's helping to show other people how they can kind of jump into his world and live a little bit how he lives. And uh, that being like uh, in a life of movement freedom. So I followed him, I was watching him for a while, really great content, really informative. And it was speaking to a lot of, um, it was speaking to a lot of qualities I was looking for in terms of a holistic approach to taking ownership over the health of your body. And so um, the fact that we were introducing natural movement, like be barefoot as much as possible, like let's use our body the way that nature designed and use these large muscles to hold our body up against gravity. It was all just making a lot of sense to me intuitively. And I believe it was last summer, so the summer of 2022, I purchased one of his uh, coaching packages, which was like a movement assessment where he watches a video of me moving around and then we watch it together and we jump on a Zoom call for about an hour and a half and then we talk about my movement. We talk about how I can make changes, etc. And truth be told, part of me really just bought this package because I thought, he was a cool seeming guy and I kind of just wanted to hang out with him and talk to him and kind of just like uh, pick his brain a little bit. And so that's what we ended up doing. And it was a great experience. And I left that Zoom call feeling like I really connected with someone who was on a very similar kind of like wavelength of my mind or that I wanted to be on. And so um, we kept in contact and and, uh, you know, he was always he was always very open and let me message him if I had any questions about movement, et cetera, that kind of thing. Um, so I felt like I kind of had created this like online kind of friend like slash movement mentor. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then in the winter of 
2022 slash 23 when I was working as a snowboard instructor, um, he posted on his Instagram and said, who wants to be a movement coach? And after seeing a little bit of his lifestyle, the freedom that he gets to explore and the people that he gets to work with and the information he gets to share and just being kind of a guide for others, um, it spoke to me. And there's something in my chest that was just like, Julian, grab this. Julian, dive into it. Julian, this is something scary and this is something bigger this could be a really cool adventure and I messaged him and he really encouraged me to follow through with it Um, he gave me uh, some confidence in myself through his message of being like really excited to hear from me and so there was a 10-week online primal movement coaches certification course um, that started in January 2023 and I thought that this could be a game changer for me. So I applied for the certification, I was accepted, and I joined the 10-week program. And it was an incredible experience. And I learned so, so much. And I've been connected to some unbelievable people through the process. Not to mention just the coaches organizing the whole thing, but all the other people going through the certifications, I got to connect with a lot of them and actually create some really powerful bonds with them and create some really strong friendships. Um, And so it was a lot more than I had expected. Um, And so, yeah, I was doing the certification while I was working full time. There was assignments and there was challenges and there was studying and, you know, I had to do this all before work or after work, ideally before work, because after work, I wouldn't have the energy to want to study or to move around all that much or whatever is the case. So uh, I'd wake up before work, I'd complete an assignment or I'd do the movement or I'd do the studying and then I'd go to work and then I'd come back home and I'd do it all again. And um, yeah, it was it was fantastic. So that was 10 weeks from January and then it ended sometime in March. And it was a fantastic experience. Um, So that is how it happened and when it happened. Um, And it's been great ever since. And so my next question to myself, or that I imagine someone would ask me, is why did movement coaching call me? Like, why did I feel so called to this? Um, And... It's a good question, and I could probably go on and on and on and on about why, but if I were to simplify it and try to understand it, I would say I've been looking for ways to be a positive influence in my life, whatever shape that comes in. And there was a part of me a couple of years ago that uh, really wanted to be a psychiatrist because I had an extremely positive experience going to therapy for a number of years. And I wanted to share that same kind of powerful experience with others because it was so game changing for me. It was so life changing for me. Um, and so I did a little bit, I did like a couple courses, um, like some preliminary courses, but I just really wasn't feeling the whole school thing. Um, I've always kind of felt, I don't know, just I didn't want to follow the blueprint 
I didn't want to follow the status quo. I never really wanted to follow everyone else's, you know, the tracks that are laid out for you. This like obvious ladder, you can go to school, then you can go to university and then you can go get the job and then the zabada babada boot and get the, you know, other people can tell you you're valuable because they give you a little, they give you a little PhD and they give you a certification. And I don't want to downplay those things as if they're not valuable and they are not, um, um, what's the case? Um, like credited because they're giving credit where credit's due, but it just, it just didn't appeal to me. I was just like, I don't need to do that to, um, to live an excellent life. Like, I know I don't need to do that to, um, provide value to people's lives. Like there's other ways you can do that. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, so for a little bit of time, I was just focusing on like in my day to day at whatever job I'm at, how can I be a positive influence on somebody? And, uh, how can I, impact their well-being um how can i try to be a light in my life and share that light with others and it is uh it's a challenge but it's also extremely rewarding but anyways back uh, back on topic hopefully um when i saw that there was an opportunity for me to be a movement coach the same way bam was a movement coach and there was a possibility that I could instill that same feeling in others that he instilled in me when we got on a call together, when I felt like I talked to someone who just got me, when I felt like I talked to someone who empowered me and, and spoke my language in terms of holistic approaches to living a good life. Um, and so this was, this was a way for me to make my, like, the majority of my time during the day um, be a part of that context, be a part of the context of trying my best to be a positive influence on others. And you can do this in whatever job you want, but something about snowboarding um, just didn't feel quite, um, I don't know, it didn't feel quite at the depth of what I kind of wanted to discuss with people and snowboarding is fantastic. It's a lot of fun. It brings people together. It gives people jobs. It creates community. I've made lots of friends through it, which is really fantastic, really grateful for. Um, but at the same time, it's like, it's totally bonus. You know what I mean? It's like totally a non necessity. It's a luxury to go snowboarding, to go skiing, etc. Um, and I, always found myself more interested in like existential topics and so like you know talking about taking care of your body or taking care of your mind and how that affects your life experience and so this was just a this was an avenue for me to live in that world a little bit um this was an avenue for me to speak to something deep in others and in myself something that is with us all day, every day, and something that is um, kind of determines a lot of the time, or it can be a large factor in the quality of our daily life. Like if I'm walking around and I have back pain all the time, that immediately kind of diminishes a lot of tasks that I do because there's this part of my attention, there's this part of my energy that's always being focused on this back pain that I have. Really annoying, I'm sure. Or I know 
people I know friends who they go walking, they go hiking, they go running and they deal with pain during those times all the time. And those are activities that they love to do, but they're really uncomfortable while they do it. Um, and then there's also people who maybe don't take the time to relax, to calm down, to have a conversation with their body and to understand where these feelings are coming from this feeling of comfort tightness pain whatever the case is um you know some people don't take the time to slow down and it's a really hard thing to do it's actually like a skill that requires development and practice to slow down and do nothing and let your body come to a place where it can relax and it can heal and you can listen to it and it can tell you exactly what you need to know it can tell you exactly where you need to go to address these problems or these circumstances that are happening. Um, so that really interests me. Um, I dealt with a lot of knee pain when I used to run a number of years ago, and it was really frustrating because all I wanted to do was run. And it seems so simple. Like what a human thing to do, run, you know, one foot in front of the other, just a little bit quicker than walking. And it hurt and I got discouraged and now I can run all the time no pain it's incredible and I feel free it feels like there's another choice it feels like there's something else I'm capable of doing whenever I want to and there's nothing in my way there's nothing stopping me and that makes me feel empowered and I think that that empowerment is exactly what I want to share with other people um I want to help people remove the barriers in front of them that stop them from living the life that they truly want and uh, addressing and exploring and experimenting with movement is the tool in which we're working with to create that. Um, I acknowledge that there's a lot of other factors that play into how how someone um, decreases the amount of pain that they're in or how someone increases their quality of life because, you know, movement is one facet. It's one piece of the puzzle and it's an important piece, I believe. It's had a great effect on my life and it's had a great effect on others' lives too. Um, there are other things to be addressed and those things interest me, but... Um, as a movement coach i'm really trying to just focus on that part of it um as a human i'm interested in all things i'm interested in my diet i'm interested in my breath mechanics i'm interested in my sun exposure in my connection to the ground i'm interested in all of that i'm interested in the psychology of how my mind works and how my habits during the day form my perspective and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. that's a bunch of different topics for other podcasts however um, there's a lot of aspects to this human experience that can, that can affect one another. I mean, I was talking to someone who's an incredible person. His name is Michael Ammons. You can search him up on Instagram. And he was enlightening me on how impactful emotional stress is on the body and how a lot of the pain and discomfort we deal with is so tightly correlated with the emotional stress that we hang on to. Um... And so that's another, that's kind of another thing to think about, to address when we 
when we assess our body and say, what's going on here? What would I like to be better? What things could be holding me back from having that freedom? Um, and it could be a number of things. Uh, so I've definitely gone off on like a little bit of a ramble here, <laughs> a little bit. Um, anyways, um, that <laughs> in a nutshell is why it calls me and I find movement to be incredibly meditative. And so you can kind of address and find yourself through different emotional states if you're moving mindfully and moving in a way um, that encourages that. And so I look forward to engaging with more people and learning more about their experiences and how I can be a powerful and beneficial guide to creating a healthy relationship between people and their bodies. I almost think of myself like, I don't want to, excuse me. I don't, oh my God, a couple of burps. My bad y'all. Um, I don't want to use the term physical therapist, but I'm imagining myself as somewhat of a meteor, mediator, meteor, uh, a mediator or a counselor between people and their body and the kind of the relationship that they have towards it. If we always have this view of our body that it's broken or something's wrong with it and that's just how we are, then immediately we have... Um, put limits on what kind of life we can have in terms of our physical body. And those kinds of limits and those kinds of thoughts keep us in those. Um, they keep us in those d uncomfortable places, those places of discomfort and pain. Um, so I hope through my movement practice to facilitate love between people and their body create that love create that understanding finding compassion for yourself finding compassion and curiosity for the pain and discomfort that we feel in ourselves or even whatever it is pain discomfort weakness whatever the case um you know getting rid of that perception that there's something wrong with us or that we're broken or that we were born limited um there are some like genetic limits that obviously we're born with, but I also hold the belief that there is so much more, um, there's so much more progress and change that we can create in ourselves than we allow ourselves to believe. And so I don't think it's ever really useful putting a limit or a ceiling on what we can do because you don't really know until you find out. There's been a lot of incredible breakthrough stories, um, from people that I know and, from stories that I've heard and um, you know that gives me hope that gives me faith and that helps me want to encourage people and uh, so yeah that is why movement coaching calls to me um, it's it's just one way that we can address people's human experience and try to make it better try to give them some more freedom some more choice some more power feel like their body will do what they want it to do when they want it to do it and moving towards that I think is a beautiful thing I think it's a very beautiful thing um, so the next part here I have what kind of challenges have I faced on this journey of becoming a movement coach and how have I overcome them um, 
there were a lot of challenges and there still are and there always will be and that is just a fact of well one life life is going to be challenges no matter what um and especially when you are undertaking your own business and your own coaching business and kind of putting everything on you um you're going to be your own accountant you're going to be your own content creator you're going to be uh you know you're going to be on the front lines you're going to be the coach um you're going to be the lawyer like all this stuff um but that appealed to me um that appealed to me because taking responsibility and involving myself uh makes me feel alive um so yeah some of the challenges were like when i finished the certification i didn't even know how to start or where to begin or how to start working with clients or what needed to be in place to start working with clients because there's all these different things like okay what kind of program are you going to run them through do you have a structure do you have like a how long is your program going to be how much does it cost um what's your plan as you walk someone through this program um how are they going to pay you how are they going to find your content how are they going to know your movement coach there's all these all these kind of um aspects of trying to create a business and a lot of it was pretty overwhelming i was very fortunate to have some friends and family close people um reach out to me um to work with me um and give me a chance that way so that gave me a lot of really great um experience to start off and it kind of revealed the holes in my armor and what needed to be ameliorated so you know every challenge every obstacle every difficulty comes with a lesson and there were many lessons to be learned um but yeah after the certification was done i kind of just like floated around in limbo for a while i was kind of like halfway committing myself to building the business but also not really knowing what the next step was um to make something really uh consistent and to make something really solid uh lo and behold someone moved to the mountain this summer and this person's name is jasper and jasper is a good friend of mine and lo and behold jasper is a coach he's a life slash health coach he's still figuring out kind of his vein or his his category but i think life and health coach kind of covers covers things i think life coach is probably the better word um he moved on to the mountain and right away I was like, oh, we can connect really heavily on this whole coaching thing. And I wonder, you know, what kind of ideas or experience he has in terms of this. Um, I'm going to record a podcast with Jasper soon. And so he's going to be my first guest. Uh, that'll be the next episode. I'm excited for you guys to hear that. Anyways, um, he offered to me to engage in his life coaching program. And I was super stoked. And we've gone through and we've completed that. And our focus was on the business. And so having a coach there, having someone else dedicated to helping me clarify what needed to happen next to reach my goals and making it really kind of bite-sized and, and, and achievable, but also I had to you know put the effort in to make it work. Um, that was a great accelerator and clarification uh, process. Um, and so that was one way that I overcame the challenge of like kind of feeling directionless a little bit, even though I knew I had this, you know, I had this certification, I had this education, I knew I wanted to get 
Um, I knew I wanted to get experience, but I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to fast track it. I didn't know how to make it a bigger part of my life, um, or what kind of steps I needed to take. So, so having someone who's been experienced in a business, uh, give me some advice really helped in terms of that. Um, there have been a lot of challenges. Um, there's been a lot of challenges in terms of, you know, having a certain idea of how I might want to have a session with a client. Like when we go, we hop on zoom, uh, like an hour long session, we move around together. I guide someone through the movements. When you show up to that session, like anything could be possible. If they could show up, they could be in pain. They could be like, Hey, uh, last week we did some movements this week. I can't even turn my head to the left. And all of a sudden the plan that I had for that session out the window and we got to figure out something in the moment. Um, so <laughs> just those kinds of situations, um, coming up and forcing me to find a solution or try something. Um, and whether it works or not, uh, doesn't really matter as long as I give it my best effort. And if it works great. And if it doesn't, then I learned what not to do. And, um, really just grateful to have people, uh, giving me a chance. And, um, yeah, so, so that's been, that's been pretty cool. Um, do I have any victories over the past little bit? Uh, I do. Um, I have multiple full-time clients right now, which is really awesome. I'm having a great time, um, connecting on zoom with them every week, uh, giving them uh, weekly kind of prescribed movements and whatnot. And also just, uh, getting to know them getting to understand what it is they're looking for, what they need and being the facilitator of that in the best way possible and just being committed to their growth, being committed to their goals and being committed to their excellence is uh, a really great privilege. I've also had a great privilege of uh, connecting and kind of assessing and moving around with a number of other people who haven't signed up for um, like long-term coaching uh, programs. And that's all been super beneficial experience too. Like right now, I'm just trying to get repetitions in. I'm trying to get experience. I'm trying to just learn and do my best and learn and do my best and keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, and there are, some, there are some challenging times where you may have a great time with somebody and they may tell you that they had a great time and they may have seemed like they were interested in working with you in a longer term thing and you're waiting to hear back from them and you hear nothing and it's like radio silence and you send like a message you're like hey had a good time with you no obligation blah 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 uh, let me know if you need anything if you don't mind can you go on this website and just do like a little feedback form just let me know how i did so i can do a little bit better next time and nothing just like absolutely nothing and sometimes it leaves you with a question. Sometimes it leaves you like, what did I do wrong? Or did I do anything wrong? Like, did I do my best? And this would have just happened anyways. Sometimes that's the case. And, you know, just accepting those moments as well. It's like, sometimes you'll do everything you can and it doesn't turn out the way maybe you hoped it would. And that's okay too, because when you are engaging in your own business, you really never know what's going to happen. You can't guarantee anything. And so you just do your best. Whatever happens, happens. You look at it, you learn from it and you go, okay, 
well, I'm going to do my best again with this new information that I have and just pushing forward that way. Um, so that's kind of been a little summary of how it's been thus far. Um, this next section I have like, what is my current focus on? Um, what is on the front of my mind that I'm currently working with to overcome or what am I, you know, trying to, uh, what kind of changes am I trying to make right now? Um, I would say the first thing on my mind is just still just looking for more experience. Uh, I have room and I'm looking to work with more clients to get a wider array of experience and to work with some new people and to offer a great service um, and learn how to make that service better um, and try to help people um, create the kind of relationship with their body that they would like to have. And so, uh, yeah, I'm trying to work with some more people and there are some ways I'm going about doing that. I'm trying to focus on how I make videos like creating content for Instagram um, or posting stories, just inviting people to come work with me and trying to be open. Um, and then also just like sharing a bit of myself, just like my normal everyday self online so people can kind of get a feel of what kind of energy I have and if our energy lines up and matches up and they feel like I'm someone that they would spend time with then they may be more inclined to want to engage with me the same way that I had a great time with BAM and I was like oh you know not only is uh, this movement stuff really sim uh, stimulating but I also really just enjoy speaking and spending time with this person so um, just trying to be transparent about who I am um, so that way people can make their mind up about if they want to spend <laughs> prolonged periods of time with me um, and so yeah I'm just trying to um, invite people to work with me that's pretty much it right now um, besides that also just um, kind of cultivating my mind space which will probably be a topic of another podcast because I could go on and on about that but um, just remaining present as much as I can um, and trying to create more than I am consuming consuming in terms of watching YouTube or scrolling on Instagram or even reading it's like what ratio am I receiving information and what ratio am I creating and expelling information from what I know and what I feel and what I've experienced and I realize that I often don't allow for my uh, creative self to express itself enough so just working on that kind of relationship there that's kind of what I got going on um, <laughs> and one of the simple challenges I pose to myself is can I eat my dinner without watching YouTube and if you're someone that does this all the time right away <laughs> just those words should strike fear in your heart um and i know it did when i told my friend and i know it does when i tell myself that because i go oh my gosh like i my mind immediately thinks this is going to be so boring um but really um if i spend the time to make like a really nice meal and i'm just watching youtube the whole time dude 40 minutes goes by i look down my plate's gone and I'm like, I didn't even taste any of that. You know, I spent all that time making it. I didn't even taste it. Um, and so it's actually a really nice challenge to 
not rush yourself through eating your meal, not having any distraction, just appreciating the flavor, the time that you took to create it, um, appreciating the places that it came from and the hands and the effort that it took to get that plate there for you. Um, and then also just like tuning into how your body feels when it's receiving that food. Um, it helps you relax your body and if your body's relaxed then it can actually absorb nutrients a lot better so there's a lot of benefits to eating food without distraction and i would highly suggest it and yes it is supposed to be uncomfortable that's exactly why we're trying to change um and change is uncomfortable so yes um that's kind of what's going on right now um and then the last couple things I have are, what is my vision moving forward and what am I excited for? Um, my vision moving forward is to, um, well, I would say continue engaging in coaching practices and building my business as much as possible. Um, trying to spend less time consuming and more time creating, which is actually a reason why I popped on this podcast today. Um, and then, uh, what else? What is my vision moving forward? Um, I want to be full-time movement coaching and I am full-time movement coaching right now, but, uh, I'd like for, you know, the ball to be rolling a little bit more. Uh, I'm looking forward. So here's where I'm, what I'm excited for is, uh, my roommate and I are moving off of the mountain soon and moving down into the town. And so I'm really excited to start um, engaging myself in the communities around there, um, and meeting people. Um, I love my roommate. I love my buddy Jasper. Um, and I love the other people on the mountain, but there's really not that much of us that I tend to hang out with up here. And <laughs> there's no, I don't know, there's no cafe, there's no running club, there's no gym. There's like, uh, there is a gym, but it's so quiet. You go in there and you're the only person. Um, but anyways, I'm looking forward to going down into town and to trying to find some communities to involve myself in, meet people, um, uh, just like broaden, broaden my connections and then maybe uh, introduce people to movement coaching and see if that's something they're interested in. Uh, even if they don't engage it, just talking with it about people is really cool. Um, and yeah looking forward to that looking forward to being by the ocean looking forward to being able to walk down the street and pick up eggs i got an egg dealer down the street already you already know i do not sleep on finding the closest eggs to wherever i'm living that is one thing about me is i will find the eggs and i will get them um and so that's kind of what i'm excited for that's kind of what's going on moving down things are changing uh looking forward to going on some trips I'm going to go back home. There may be another trip happening um, before that. Um, and then next summer, I'd like to go to Europe. And I'm just putting that out there in the universe. Um, and I'm going to do what I can to make it happen. But again, life always has a bigger plan for you than whatever you set out for yourself. So we will see what happens. Um, I think this is where I'm going to start wrapping it up. And um, I'd like to close out this podcast and all future podcasts with a quote, quote of the week. And I'm going to say of the week because I'm going to try to record, oh man, a podcast every week. 
maybe every two weeks, maybe quote of the every other week. We'll see. Um, I don't want to bite off more than I can chew. So let's call it quote of the every other week. And this is a quote that I'm sharing with you from a book that I've been reading. And so I'm just going to, I'm just going to find quotes that interest me, that make me feel something. I'm going to share it with you at the end of my podcast. And I'd like for you to think about it, to feel about it. And whatever thoughts come to your mind, um, if you feel like sharing them with me, then I'd like you to do so. And I will provide a link in the description of this podcast. And I'll also provide a link on my Instagram story when I share this podcast to uh, write what you think about this quote or how it made you feel and then at the start of next week or the next episode uh, I'll read out some of those and see what people think and see how these quotes um, made everybody feel and I'm gonna pick quotes that I like you don't have to like them you can in fact if you don't like it I'd love to know that Um, anyways this quote comes from the book as a man thinketh by james allen if you're following me on instagram you may have seen i've posted a couple passages from there this one is uh, from a portion of the book where there are different kinds of meditations for different uh, times of the day and this one is called second morning and it goes like this none but right acts can follow right thoughts none but right life can follow right acts and by living a right life all blessedness is achieved mind is the master power that molds and makes and man is mind and evermore he takes the tool of thought and shaping what he wills brings forth a thousand joys a thousand ills he thinks in secret and it comes to pass environment is but his looking glass wow powerful stuff powerful stuff makes me think makes me feel and i've written and i've journaled about that passage um but i want this to be a space where i invite others to speak their mind and so all you need to know from me is that i enjoy that quote and that's why i shared it and i'd love to hear your thoughts anywho as i sit here in my room Where once the sun was beating upon my face, it no longer is, and I am sat in the shade. As the sun moves across the sky and another day cycle goes by, I (laughs) attempt to live the best life I can. And that is my Julian uh, off the top quote of the day. Thank you for spending this time with me thank you for checking in um i just wanted to share a little bit with what's going on with me and where i'm at right now to give a little bit of context moving forward as i hope to engage frequently and consistently with this podcast and i'm looking forward to having guests on and sharing conversations and i'm looking forward to sharing with you um, some of the most interesting people i've met and who Uh, have a great influence on me and so this has been julian this has been october 31st halloween recording 
thank you. Thank you not only for listening, but thank you for waking up and showing up today, showing up for those who depend on you, showing up for yourself, showing others compassion, showing others love, and being that part of society, that part of your community that couldn't be filled by anyone but you just want to end this podcast with the thought that there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with your body you are as you are and to be at all is an incredible privilege and i am honored to be at the same time as you are being and to share these moments together is really special so thank you for being and this has been episode seven of julian's lightroom i look forward to speaking again and i wish you all a beautiful day of love and of truth until next time take care Thank you.